Struggling for Purpose for April 20th, 2020. Today I'm speaking with Peter Franzen from Spirit Blade Productions. Peter, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I think I've had you on a couple of my other podcasts before. We've done some work together before, so uh, I always like getting back together with people who I'm familiar with, and I'm, I'm, I'm glad you could actually make it. Yeah, me too. There's, I definitely, uh, I don't, as I imagine we'll get into, I don't do a ton of this kind of stuff, um, and uh, but I do enjoy doing it with people that I have some kind of established connection with. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm game to hang and chat with you anytime. Quick question. Uh, I don't know if you've, if you've had breakfast yet, but if you have, what did you have for breakfast? I skip breakfast these days. Um, ah. I, I'm not, I'm not doing like really intentionally doing the intermittent fasting thing, but, uh, I have found that it, it works for my, uh, my fitness and weight loss goals and stuff like that to just skip it and just, uh, liberally dose myself with water until lunchtime. <laughs> You're the second person I've interviewed in the last month that's that's doing the same thing. So, <laughs> Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, let's jump right into it here. And let me ask you, what do you think of when you hear the word failure? What I feel is not good feelings. <laughs> and what I think of is, uh, you know, just falling short of some uh, established standard of success, you know, or of of hitting the mark. Yeah. So when you think of those standards, where do those standards come from for you? I think they come from whatever source is likely to make me feel like I'm failing the most. <laughs> I think that, uh, you know, because I, I have just always been an insecure person. And so I, I think that s certainly my peers and what I see other people doing, I am just ceaselessly comparing myself to other people and what they are doing. And as a, as a follower of Christ, what I would want to tell you is that my, my standard and the, how I judge success and failure is based on what God has revealed about himself and about humanity in his word. You know, I endeavor for that to be my frame of reference but the reality is that my knee-jerk reaction is to measure my sense of success or failure based on what other people are doing who are more popular than I am. So I brought you on to talk about the failure to partner. How have you failed to partner with others? You know, one thing it comes back to, I remember when I was still, before I launched Spirit Blade Productions in 2006... I was uh, the worship pastor at our church for a couple of years and had been on staff for two years also prior to that and was working on my first audio drama during that time. And I, I remember the lead pastor, you know, because we had performed it as like a, a live show at our church and it was something that the, the church really and the elders of the church really got behind, you know, uh, the lead pastor really encouraged me and said, you know, if you want to spend some of your work hours working on this, um, then you can do that because, you know, we need more things like this, you know? And so they were ready to just kind of like bring that into, to my work. And in that way, you know, I certainly would have been partnering with the church, but there were the things that kept me from wanting to do that were, I, I guess, two things that I remember 
still come to mind. One is ownership. Um, I, I didn't want the church to own any of my creative stuff. I didn't want there to be any confusion about who owned it. I wanted control, you know? Um, and, uh, and then also trust, you know, uh, I thought, um, will, can, can I trust the leadership of this church if I want to tell a story that is, you know, more violent and more dark and disturbing than some of the places I went with the first audio drama, which was certainly the case with the follow-up Spirit Blade Dark Ritual, you know. Um, and so I was already thinking along those lines. And so I've always been distrustful that other people will um, appreciate the ideas that I have and be willing to support the ideas that I have. And I think that's kind of carried from that, you know, first decision just to, to say, I want to do this Spirit Blade Productions thing, whatever it becomes, I want to do it on my own. That's carried over into podcasting, into, um, you know, all, all just every facet of what I do, you know, the, the YouTube stuff that I do or whatever, you know, it's, uh, um, it's, it's an issue of trust. I've just failed to trust other people. How did all this affect your podcast and your ministry? You know, my podcast has largely been a solo affair um in all in all that time and early on there were every once in a while there'd be a suggestion that i get a co-host for my podcast um but then i you know i would hear other voices um about equal i mean you know i didn't get a ton of feedback in those days you know still don't get a ton you know but uh you know an equal number that was saying no you have your own voice you have you're doing your own thing and it's fine we you know we don't need you to have a co-host you know but but i as i listen over the years to other podcasts it's certainly the the default that podcasts are not hosted by a single person and so i i have wondered does that affect my numbers you know are people wanting to have more than one perspective constantly bouncing off of you know each other um, and so I, I wonder if, if I could be having bigger numbers, you know, if I were to have a co-host every week or, you know, have other elements, uh, that would involve more interactive, uh, participation of, of other voices, you know, in YouTube content or whatever. I, you know, another thing that was the case with my audio dramas is, um, one way that I failed to partner there was really letting other people in earlier on in the creative process when i'm like when i'm like writing a script um it wasn't until i want to say no i guess i guess with the second one i did have one or two other people i think read the entire script for spirit blade dark ritual no 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 that's not even true i didn't even do that i think it was the third the third one that i finally had some people that were you know uh, one or two people longtime members of the spirit blade community i asked them to read the script for me and give me their feedback you know and, and i'd never done that before i'd 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 read the script or shared the script with other people that i considered more safe like my wife you know um or someone that like uh, my uh, my bible study mentor who you know i had him look at the script, but just for theological stuff. I wasn't asking for feedback as far as like the story, what he thought of the story or whatever, you know? Um, and so I think that the, the quality probably could have been, um, significantly improved in, uh, in all three of my projects. If I had had more eyes on it fr from the get go, you know, to, to, to give me, to give me feedback and, and partner with me in that way. 
when you look at how this has affected your your podcast and your ministry and and I guess it, it's it's easy enough to to kind of think of just your podcast and ministry but let's think a little bit f- wider here and maybe just failure in general when you fail how are you affected spiritually and mo- and, and emotionally when that happens I mean, I'm definitely down. I mean, I th- I think I have the the, the personality type that is going to, you know, be kind of up and down. It's it's not like any, you know, like like manic depression or anything. I think that you could diagnose. It's not it's not that intense in my experience, but you know, I I'm an artistic creative, you know, person and and with that almost always comes uh, emotional ups and downs and uh and I think what I have just found, and it's hard for me to remember how I dealt with failure, uh, like 10 years ago, but you know, more recently, I just have to rely on, uh, on the, the righteous record of Jesus being pasted over my own and my, my failings being washed away, um, by his payment for all of those failings. And, uh, and so there comes a point where it's like, I feel that sting and it's like, oh, dang it. Oh, oh man. You know, um, like uh, I remember years ago there was, I, I made a video and I, it, it was, a uh, it was, it was a kind of like a Bible teaching type of video. I was talking on the subject of hell and someone pointed out in the comments that I referenced a verse that was actually not a, an appropriate support verse for the point that I was making. And, um, now you take that verse away and I had two other verses that supported the same point. The point, the point was still valid. I just used this wrong verse that was like contextually about something else. And so I was like, crap, when he pointed that out, I was like, ah, dang it. He's right. He's right. And, uh, and here was this very public kind of like, uh, failure where I was like, oh man. And so I, you know, but I, I, I just, I dealt with that. I sat in that. I, um, I, I just talked to Jesus about that and and just came to a grip came to grips again. It's like, okay, yes, Jesus, you paid for this too. You paid for my my careless oversights, you know, you and you paid for the pride that I'm feeling being wounded right now at this when I shouldn't, you know. And so uh and so you just uh you correct the mistake uh, as best you can and and you move on and you just trust in Jesus. Um so you know, the other, the other choice is to live being haunted, you know, by, by those failures. You kind of worked into, talked a little bit about this, but maybe you could expand on it a little bit more. What changes, and, and you can think of this for your podcast or your ministry, but what changes have you made to overcome your failures? So when you fail, what changes have you made either to your podcast, your ministry, your personal life? that help you overcome those failures? First off, that's a hard thing for me to judge. Um, I, when you reached out and, and said, you know, I'm, I'm interested in talking about these various topics on failure. Is there one of them that jumps out to you that, you know, the failure to partner certainly jumped out to me because I felt like, uh, well, I'm sure that I have failed to partner. Um, but, uh, to know like to what degree I failed, I, I still don't I still don't know because I don't know what the magic sauce for success is. And um and so it's 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 hard for me even to look back and identify which parts were 
actual failure on my part and which parts I just think might have been failure. Um, but if I were to answer that question, looking at where I suspect I've failed to partner, I've tried to connect with people, as I said earlier, that I have an established comfort level with, an established connection with. And usually, you know, unfortunately, that happens because they reach out to me at some point first, you know, um, or they show an interest and an appreciation for what I'm doing. And that's either that's stroking my ego or um, or it's just or they are legitimately winning points with me. I don't, it's it's hard to know the difference because I, I'm going to rabbit trail here. I'm sorry. But, you know, coming back to like the the elders, you know, and whether or not they were going to trust me to go with a darker story or whatever, you know, if someone's going to trust, you know, like, okay, yeah, I, I agree with your vision to tell a darker story and to go this in this darker, more violent and more disturbing place, you know, yeah, that's going to stroke my ego. But at the same time, I also believe that it's right to, to go to those places in storytelling. And so they win legitimacy for me in terms of their own discernment. And so they, so it's, it's hard for me to, to tell the difference sometimes between whether or not I'm trusting a person because they stroke my ego or whether I'm trusting a person because I think that they've got their head screwed on right, you know, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but uh, I think that those people that, that uh, for one reason or another, I gain a comfort level with a, and a trust with, you know, uh, hopefully because I, you know, they have their head screwed on right and are not merely stroking my ego. Those are the people that I look for opportunities or am certainly open to opportunities to uh, to partner with. And that is, is at least a starting point for me. But I can't say that I have made an effort to go out and like create partnerships with people in other Christian podcasts. And some people will do that. They'll just like, they just jump at every opportunity to partner with another podcast that's doing, you know... And I just, I just don't, I just don't. Um, and so, yeah, it really has taken uh, usually some kind of action like yours in reaching out to me to do this, uh, to do this interview. It usually is more about me being open to the opportunities that present themselves rather than me at this point seeking uh, those opportunities to partner. How do you think Christians should approach their failures and then, and then handle them? For me, at least, it does come back to the promise that Jesus has paid for our sins and that uh, when God looks at us, um, he sees the righteous record of Christ. Um, And so our failure doesn't have to be something that like gets us down or that we need to live in denial of. We can. we can totally face our failure. We can totally put it under the microscope and and begin at the starting place of, okay, I don't have to be down about this. You know, um, I, this can just be, uh, this can just be a positive thing. This can just be something that I look at and say, okay, you know, of course, I mean, of course there's a, there's a, deg- there's a sense in which you see um, failure, assuming that it comes from some degree of sin uh, in your life, as opposed to merely just tripping, you know, <laughs> oh, I failed right. to get that foot in front of the other, you know, um, but assuming that it comes down to some kind of 
moral failing, which I think it very often does, even if it's something that seems like, oh, I couldn't have controlled that. Well, you know, if we give our lives to certain pursuits over a long period of time, then, you know, sometimes just the things that seem like things we couldn't control right now are actually the result of habits we've had in place for years that have failed to develop certain character in us or certain abilities in us. So, so I think that most of most of our failures can uh, be traced back, at least in part, to some failing of our character. And that's where I think remembering the reality uh, the, the, of, of the gospel um, in the sense that the, this microphone in front of me is real and the seat underneath my butt is real, you know, that the gospel is not just a nice thought, it's not just a nice idea, but it's really real. And it really does, you know, it is, it really is what matters as we're looking at our lives, you know. And I think the more we can meditate on that and really let that be the dominating thought in our lives, which does take time set aside to meditate, to really think about, ponder the reality of, and the, the implications of the gospel for us individually. You know, I think it takes time set aside to be doing that regularly and uh, but if the more we can do that, then the more the sting of our failures will will become lessened, and the more we can, uh, I, I think, uh, just say, okay, so what's the next thing I can move into? As opposed to thinking about where have I failed to be, then the 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 focus can be on okay, what what can I move into? You know, even if we can't say, even if we say to ourselves, well, you know perfection's impossible. Okay, yeah, but we're meant to be always moving in that direction. So what's the next little step? You know, to you know, to make a what about Bob reference, you know, what's the next baby step? <laughs> you <know>? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's all that's all great. I, I really like how you keep using the uh the phrase the sting of failure. Mm, yeah. Because oftentimes we we think of failure as this this major setback or 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 wound, and it yeah. certainly can seem like a, a a big big problem for some people at times. And, and depending on the level of failure, it certainly can be a, a large wound. But most of the time, it's just the sting, and it 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 more affects our ego than anything else, and 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 how yeah. we perceive ourselves. Yeah. I've I've really enjoyed talking about this with you, Peter. Uh, if you have any final thoughts, and if there's anything you want to promote, please take the time to do that now. Yeah, well, if you want to see my failure in action, you can check out the Christian Geek Central podcast <laughs> that's on uh, most podcast services, except for the ones I've failed to put it on. And if uh, you want to let me know which ones those are, I'd be happy to work that out. <laughs> I'm also on YouTube at youtube.com slash Christian Geek Central, just to just creating content for uh, Christian geeks as we try to sort through what it looks like to try and live for Jesus, given both both our particular strengths and weaknesses uh, as uh, geeks and, and how we are uh, made to be. So if you want to go on that journey with me, um, then again, ChristianGeekCentral.com uh, or just Christian Geek Central. It's a podcast. It's a YouTube channel, .com and all that stuff. Excellent. Once again, Peter, thanks for joining me on the podcast. Thank you. Once again, a big thank you to Peter for joining me on the podcast today. I really, really appreciate it. He's one of those podcasters that I always enjoy working with, and we've worked together on a number of different things, so it's always great to work with him. 
Hey, listen, as always, I'd like to ask you to buy me a coffee if you're able to over at buymeacoffee.com slash John Wilkerson. And of course, if you want to come on over and subscribe to the podcast, you can do that over at strugglingforpurpose.com slash the number 28. All right, that's it for this edition of Struggling for Purpose. Thanks for listening, and thanks for sticking me in your ears.